Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. Essence is 100% black owned. Y'all better do that. Halsey is out there allegedly snorting crap up her nose. I guess she's in love with the Coco. And Michael Vick is in a hotel room with a hoe, sneak recorded, and begging for lobster. What's good, y'all? This your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Jen Othello. And you are listening to the one and the only Confession Session. Hey, Jen, how has your week been going with you? How's it been going for you? <laughs> um, so my week started off to a, um, I guess, a, a good situation. I think we haven't talked since um, New Year's. So my New Year's was pretty cool. Um, just um, my best friend Amber came over, and um, one of Chris's aunts came over as well. We had a good time, chill. Your best friend crashed your car? No, hell no. And you're a bad person because we we don't speak of that person on air. But uh, (laughs) no, fuck her. No, and it's funny because I actually told her, you know, I was like, before you actually hated all people with with that name because I told her like the whole backstory of the person and um, everything else. But yes, no, definitely not. Um, My best friend Amber that I met here and um. In the triangle, but she's super dope, super sweet, super supportive, just amazing. But yeah, um, but yeah, we just chilled and had a good time. It was real low key, but I still had a blast. Um, I I wasn't trying to go out because New Year's is always gross. I feel like that's the wrong time of the year to be trying to go out and go somewhere, yeah, unless you're like in a different city, like a major city that you're not from. But where if you're going somewhere where you live, it's just like why? Like what are you doing? You have to deal with traffic and you know Uber um, surging and all that bullshit. So um, yeah, and I just drank a lot of Moscato and had a good time. How was your New Year's? My New Year's was uh, it was normal. I never do anything for New Year's. Uh, I can't remember the last time I went out for New Year's. But yeah, to stay home and was sleep before the ball dropped. Uh, probably in bed by eight o'clock, and um, yeah, that was it. You know, had a little drink and um, yeah, watched a movie. Probably I don't even remember. <laughs> and just relaxed and enjoyed the last day that I had before I had to go back to work on Tuesday. And um, yeah, everybody at my job is pretty much sick, so like. Crap is just being tossed around left and right. So disgusting. But both my coworkers called in today, so I was happy about that because I didn't have to see them. And I know it's myself. <laughs> I left work early. I left at two thirty. I had an appointment. So other than that, everything is pretty smooth. And yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. So yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait. I'm excited for the new year. Can't wait to see what it has in store for us. And that's pretty much it. But guys, before we get into our hot topics, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud. Of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. And send us your confessions at confessions, the number two, us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in that drama. Jen, would you like to hit them with that confession question of the day? Absolutely. Confession question of the day. Confession question of the day. <laughs> um, what are some acceptable reasons things are deleted? And does that mean you're being sneaky? Sneaky. Again, what are some acceptable reasons um, things get deleted? Like on social media and your phone, blah, blah, blah. And does that mean you're being sneaky? And let's get into those confessionals. Yes. All right. So first confessional, you guys. Atlantic Records, and this is according to VLATV.com, has allegedly been renaming albums mixtapes in order to avoid paying producers the rate they would normally give for an official full length. Uh, e. Dan, a member of the production duo ID Labs, recently accused Atlantic of the practice and claims the company also used titles like Compilation Album and Street Album in order to short producers. He recently spoke with Stars about it. Uh, the Khalifa album, I don't know what they called it, a street album. They came up with some clever, some really clever name that essentially meant everyone involved, you're going to get paid half what you normally do. I've seen it happen often over the few, last few years. Anything to save a buck for these labels, he said. Um, he then went on to explain that he had a six production placements on Khalifa, but ended up being paid a lower rate because it was labeled a compilation album by both Wiz and the label. However, it still ended up spawning a Billboard Hot 100 charting with Bake Sale that featured Travis Scott. He then also claimed to have a similar issue working on Snow the Products, Good Nights, and Bad Mornings 2, The Hangover, which was considered a mixtape. They didn't treat it like it was an album, which is just their way of not paying me a whole lot, he said. The allegations sparked a bit of firestorm with other producers who have experienced the same thing. Sony Digital and Justice League both came out and said this is not a problem with just Atlantic and that all labels need to be looked at. Atlantic Records has yet to respond to the allegations publicly. Absolutely. Um, they they definitely need to be looked into because this is just like any other company. Um, there are no exceptions. It, this is just like if you or I was working anywhere and they were shortchanging us and, you know, changing our titles but we were still doing the work. I even feel like in certain situations, like my little sister, she's working at a school, but because she's young, you know, she she's not getting paid the amount of money that she, I personally feel, and I know she should be getting paid, but she's doing payroll, and she's for the whole entire school, and she's, you know, the main person to contact just for everything. She's babysitting kids and shit while she's doing her job and got kids on her lap crying and shit like she's some type of babysitter. You know, and I'm just like, that's crazy. So I'll say all of that to say that this definitely needs to be looked into because it's unacceptable that they will be trying to, um, you know, transpose certain things so that they don't have to pay out what they need. If you can't afford to pay your, um, to pay the stars or pay the people who's putting these records out, then maybe you need to have somebody else in charge because that means money is not being spent how it's, it's not being allocated and spent the way it needs to be spent. So something sneaky is happening and it's not right. 
what was your call on this? And they definitely need to respond immediately. <laughs> um, I agree. I do think also, though, that we are in a different time now. So that may be uh, a huge reason why the rates are a lot different for producers now. Um, but even if they didn't want to fully compensate uh, this guy, they definitely should have gave him money on the back end, like how they're doing a lot of times, because you don't know how music is going to blow up. If it's going to be a huge hit that makes millions of dollars, or if it's just going to garner enough buzz to push you on to do shows or what may have you to where he should have just got percentage, uh, a larger percentage of royalty rather than just getting the normal that a, um, a producer would get. Um, but I do think it's not fair, especially it's it can, it's not a mixtape. If you have a full record label backing right. you, if, you know, if they're putting like a whole budget behind it and, you know, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, you have to compensate someone what yeah. their worth is, just like how you expect the talent and Wiz Khalifa to, to make some sort of money off of this street album. Um, they should have done the same thing. But if he knew that he was getting gypped also, he should not have done it, you know. Even if it, I mean, if the money's worth more than a look, then you should have just, you know, been low-key about it and, yeah. you know, told them these are my rates. If you can't make this, then we can't work together, you know. I agree. I completely agree. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to that next topic. Now, according to TMZ, Riley tried to extract vengeance against her archenemy, Sky, in a sneak attack at Diddy's New Year's Eve Black Excellence Party. But Sky quickly caught on. TMZ obtained footage of the fight between VH1's Love and Hip Hop star and Black Ink's crew. Star, I guess, you know, that's what you want to call, you know, each of them. Sunday night at Diddy's crib in Miami as the two met up on a black carpet. You see Riley say, hi to Sky and then act like she's going for a hug before grabbing the back of Sky's head in an aggressive manner. Sky immediately start hitting back and they both fell into Diddy Ciroc's backdrop before being broken up. But y'all know this ain't the first time the two reality stars came to blows. Um, they went at it in 2016 after getting into an Instagram beef about eyelash endorsements. And you guys saw that if you have been paying attention on Black Ink Crew. Um, Jen, did you see? Did you see the fight? Of course, I saw the fight, and actually, um, I saw Industry on Blast talking about it as well. Um, and then they also posted a video of Bianca um, saying that she saw the fight, and that you know, um, she said what we saw in the video. Sky was mm-hmm. chilling. Sky was being a bigger person because to me, it was it was totally a sneak diss, and I'm still Damn, glad that, that she was bogus as fuck. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like, I'm still glad Sky got a couple hits in. And we all know, we saw, like, we saw, like, Rod gives me that bitch that she will just keep getting her ass whooped. Like, she will just continue (laughs) to fail because she's so mad. And it's just like, let it go. Like, you're beefing with all these people that are bigger than you. Like, that have left you behind. That are not, no longer on the same level as an assistant cast friend to the show as bitch. Like, come on, like, she's beefing with Remy Ma. She's beefing with uh, Sky. She's beefing with um, 
Yandy. It's like you be for all these women that are doing so much better than you. Like, let it go. Like, maybe you need to get some bosses in your circle. Where is Nicki Minaj at? Like, she used you for the video, and you're not yeah. doing anything else. You got this whack ass website selling these expensive ass shoes that you know your um, supporters are not buying or can't afford. So it's like, really, what's going on? But um, I was so disappointed when I seen it. I was I just was like, too. why is y'all ruining Black yeah, Excellence? Black Excellence, that, I mean, right. Diddy Party looked like it was lit as fuck and just a great right. time, great energy, nothing but bosses. Like, why the fuck would you fight that girl there? Especially when she looked like she was over, like she really came to give her a hug. Like, you could tell it was genuine. Like, oh, hey, girl. I like, probably oh, thinking so they gonna be like, you know, let's, <laughs> let's move past it. Now, I'm sure that's what Sky was thinking. Like, let's move past it. You know, it's been years. It wouldn't have been me. And this bitch is still mad. Like, she's still trying to make a scene. Like, you still trying to have a storyline. And you look crazy. Like, that was Bianca thing. said that she, not Bianca, I keep wanting to call that girl uh, Bianca. Sky. Brittany said oh. that she, your wig was snatched off and you had pieces missing. You had ball spots <laughs> in your head. Like, you were looking oh, crazy. Oh, 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 um, Riley did? Yeah. They yeah, said that, um, Black Ink? No. Or this No, time? she was saying that at the party, like, after the Damn. fact. Because, you know, that video wasn't nothing. That video was not, was, uh, like, five seconds. Like, I know. Yeah. But, wow. um, just gross. Just yeah. gross. And I, disappointing. I agree, too. It and it's just it like broad shit. Like she, she got better things she's be worried about. Like mm-hmm. you know, maybe working out instead of getting a tummy tuck every, you know, <laughs> two years because you look overweight and you got a flat ass stomach. Like that's what you should be worried about. That's like, how a lot of girls look too in the industry. Like even Black China kind of looks like that. Um, they don't I look like that now. Riley looks like an overweight woman with a flat stomach. Like she yes, clearly she looks like. The rest of her body has not been worked on, but she gets tummy tucks and she does not work out and she does not watch what she eats, but she still gets tummy tucks. She got a flat ass stomach and a big, like, it's just, it's just weird. Like, you got, you got turkey neck arms, turkey leg arms, honey, with a six pack. Like, that makes no sense. With a six pack, hell no. Like, how did you feel? Maybe she didn't, I, I, well, Maybe she didn't need to work out, first of all. But um, I feel like, actually, when I seen the video, I was just, I was just like, oh, wow. Because she was just like, oh, is that Sky over there? Sky, hi. And then just grabbed me like, that is some bullshit. Like, she just straight grabbed it by her. Like, Sky don't have any hair. Like, what does she think she was going to do? Right. Like, trying to pull her hair? Like, I like sky hair, like the flat look, you know what I'm saying? The flat, you know, small, short hair. I'm glad that she had her real hair and not a whole bunch of weaves and shit in her Because Riley, she did the most. And I, like you said, I was truly disappointed. And, like, it shouldn't have happened. Diddy House looks like a fucking, like, I don't know, like a hotel or something like that. So I know a he castle. was say, Like, I mean, specifically yeah. only for, we got to remember, Diddy's worth what, like $800 million. So, I mean, what what would you expect? But it's just, a billionaire. I'm just, I don't know him personally, but I'm just so proud 
to see a black man move the way this man moves. You know, I don't know anything about his past and what he's done, but just the place that he's in and wanted to uplift people and to, you know, bring positivity and just black excellence and want to bring this whole resurgence and renaissance of our people, I think it's just amazing and it's beautiful. You know, I love yeah. everything that he's doing and I will continue to support that man. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So hopefully next time we he he invite you know people at the party Riley won't be invited. Um, oh, she no, she's done. I'm sure, I'm sure that bitch got kicked out because uh, Sky was still taking pictures, honey. She was still there, still lit, honey, <laughs> still looking beautiful. <laughs> and uh, Riley was nowhere in sight, her or that wig. <laughs> there you have it, guys. We're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. <laughs> Well, according to Media Takeout, um, popular social media star Jediah Norellis, known online as Jediah N, just came out the closet as straight. Um, that's right, y'all. He's straight, allegedly. Um, Jediah was known as a flamboyant gay man, and he had tons of followers that supported him. But Jediah now says that he went to church and is now straight. And it um, it's coming from this, or it stemmed from this, Post where um, someone commented, I'm proud of you, bruh. Leave that gay shit in 2017. New year, new you. We dark skinned niggas. We don't condone that type of behavior. No more rice and cabbage. Guap and bad bitches. And um, he commented, If one more person tagged me in this, yes, it's true. I'm not gay no more. And I don't know if you know who Jadayan is or if anyone listening, but that's the one that said that started the whole song. It's true that I'm a bad bitch. And the girls in the back are like, bad bitch, I eat my rice and cabbage. Ass so fatty, you want to grab it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-mm. I've never heard it before, but... Um... And, and, it, and it went to the... Um, to the... Bobby Smurder. You know, the, it went to the Bobby Smurder oh. beat, but he was freestyling. Then he was oh, like, okay. I can't believe you don't know... Yeah, Let me see. Right. There's so many damn songs to, uh, 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 on the Bobby Smurder beat. Like so many people doing the most on there. So I'm sure I probably did hear it. I just don't know, you know, exactly. So, um, well, while you're trying to find a song, I'll just kind of state my opinion on this. I feel that, you know, if you're going to be gay, well, if you're going to say that you're no longer gay, don't try and use church as a way out just to appease people in your family or your friends. Like, just be you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to. If you now, if you straight now and you like women, then okay. But, you know, if you're not and you're just trying to say this and you're still going to be sleeping with guys and, you know, like lying about it and using the church name in vain, like, don't go there. You know, because it's not that serious that you need to, you know, sit up there and lie about the person that you are. And on top of that, oh, you found it? Yeah. I'm listening. Go ahead, Okay. Well, okay, okay, real real, real quick. Um, It's just, it's just, I don't like when people, they try and pretend. But like, like if, if he is, if he isn't, you know, who is not really a big deal overall. And then another thing is, all them people on Lee Vacation 2017, like, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Like, I hate when people, they talk stupid. That just lets you really, like, let you know how ignorant a lot of people are. Like, they're not, 
they're trying to say what they think that people they want to hear, and he probably will lose a lot of followers um, behind that because he's not being true to himself. So, you know, we just going to have to see. But, um, you know, he better not be talking about he in a relationship with a dude in a couple months or people going to, you know, hit a storm wall. Go ahead and play the song. All right. Topic because we all know the truth. We all can see the truth. Like you singing, you singing about the dick. Like come exactly, on, exactly, exactly. You right now. You can't be. Real, there's no right. way. There's no right. way. Right. Exactly. Like, I, I agree. <laughs> and that's all there is to it, you know. And yeah. I, it sucks because it's just like, why would you not want to be yourself? Like, what, what's the issue? Exactly. You know, if people thought it was funny and. You know, maybe what I think it was is a lot of times because in the gay community, there are a lot of insecurities, like how there are with a lot of, you know, different minority groups. Um, Mm -hmm. But people, gay men are mostly attracted to masculine, straight acting gay men. And it's this whole um, admiration and obsession with men that people label as trade. I feel like I've talked about this on the show, but trade is basically a straight man that has sex with other men. Like they're not, obviously not straight, but there's no other way that you could tell that they were not straight unless you had sex with the person. And a lot of times I feel like with gay men, that's what they aspire to be or to be like. And I was talking to Chris yesterday, and I was just like, I, it sounds like he just want to get more hoes. Like, he just want to, you know, talk to more niggas, expand his horizon. You know, he does, doesn't want to get labeled as a femme and, you know, have a hard time with finding niggas to have sex with because everybody don't like feminine men, you know, and that's mm-hmm. all it is. But it's it's whack. It's lame. Like, you gay, you gay. Like, it's 2018 now, and we're still on this <laughs> bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm not gay no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Why why you got all that authority and that swag in your voice? Like relax, relax a little bit. Right, okay. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> relax. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. According to Daily Mail, singer Halsey has been spotted seemingly snorting a suspicious substance while up her nose while hanging out with pals in Miami this week. In photos obtained exclusively by DailyMail.com, the 23-year-old pop star sat 
uh, was seen sitting on a luxurious yacht with her friends, including her rapper boyfriend, g Easy. Y'all know g Easy. Um, and in one image, Halsey leans forward while holding a small object up to her nose and pushing one nostril closed. Um, she pretty much wore like a black bikini, I guess it was stylish and plaid, um, but she was clearly still in a party mood from New Year's, New Year's Eve, and Halsey drank and smoked cigarettes alongside her entourage. Bitch is in love with the cocoa, okay? So, I actually listened to, like, a lot of her songs yesterday, and I don't really know any of them, um, at all, none of them, actually. So, like, how do you know who Halsey is, just? Um, She's G Easy's girlfriend, and I want to say oh, she know? has a song. Yeah, that's how I know her. But I, her name looks familiar. I want to say it's like a techno song where it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Don't have me fucking up this shit. But I mean, I definitely have heard her songs before. I wouldn't say I'm a. Fan. I'm not a fan at all. It's not no. I wouldn't say. I'm not a fan of this bitch, but um, it's just psycho. Like I, I don't know why I act like I'm surprised every time I find out like someone does drugs. But then I think about okay, it's like if you're freely doing cocaine, so that means your boyfriend, who's a famous rapper, he's doing the same thing. But at the same time, he's a famous rapper in 2018, and all these motherfuckers are doing cocaine. And it's like, why are we like even still concerned about it? It just kind of it saddens me. You know, because I feel like people have so much potential and then they let addiction get in their way, you know. And I just want people to win. You ain't you know, you known that g Easy was doing fucking uh, cocaine when his ass made the remix to um to that, you know, I need them, I need Vake, that, uh, you know, the song with Cardi B. And his nigga was like, like a long came up fighter. Like, what in the hell? Like, why he said it exactly the same way as you said that? Just get on my nerves. I was like, what is he doing? What is he doing? A long came a fighter? The book? Nigga, the book? A long came a spider? Like, what are you talking about? I think he was high as hell when he was talking about that. And you guys, for anybody who listens to the song, know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm just like, boy, get out of here. Do you, have you, you heard that part? No, I have not, oh and I don't want to hear it. How you how you explain it sounds whack as fuck. So <laughs> it is, yeah. It is gentle, hello. It is whack as fuck. <laughs> but how do so? I mean, yes, it, it's disgusting. Um, everybody, they have their own drug of choice. I choose to do none. Um, but hey, sometimes people they be putting their lifestyle, they think they're invincible, and they try stuff and. You know, sometimes they end up, you know, okay, and sometimes they die. But just to be so complacent where you just sit on the yacht with a little straw, putting shit up your nose, like, that shit not even cool. Like, it's it's not cute. It's not cool. And she's too pretty, I feel like, to be doing bullshit like that. So get your shit together, Halsey. I understand that you're only 23 years old, but don't be stupid, boo-boo. All right, let's move on to the next topic. According to thegrio.com, Essence Magazine is once again 100% black-owned. Essence Ventures LLC, an independent African-American-owned company, announced on Wednesday that it has acquired Essence Communications from Time, Inc. Um, 
Essence President Michelle E. Banks praised the decision, saying, this acquisition of Essence represents the beginning of an exciting transformation of our iconic brand as it evolves to serve the needs and interests of multi-generational Black women around the world in an even more elevated and comprehensive way across print, digital, e-commerce, and experiential platforms. In addition, it represents a critical recognition centering and elevation of the Black woman running the business from solely a leadership position to a co-ownership position. Um, Ebanks will continue to head up the company and will be on the board of directors. The strategic vision and leadership that Michelle has provided to Essence over the years have been exemplary, and we are thrilled to work with her and her talented team to provide the necessary resources and support to continue to grow the engagement and influence of the Essence brand and transform this business, um, said Rachel Lou. Dennis, founder and chairperson of Essence Ventures. As importantly, we are excited to be able to return this culturally relevant and historically significant platform to ownership by the people and the consumers whom it serves and offer new opportunities for women leading the business to also be partners in the business. We should have a clapping one on here. Hey, yes, yes. Right. I'll be buying from Essence um, only... (laughs) Everything essence. Like that is amazing. Beautiful, awesome, thrilling, um, powerful. Just a company I wanna get involved with. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna start looking up shit now, you know. So I need to start stocking up on some stuff. And seriously, Mm -hmm. I'm not just trying to say this just to be like, Oh guys, they're black on with like no. This is what this is the type of things that we have to do now. We have to make our, you know, continue to support our people. Know, allow them to know that you're supporting. Make videos that you're supporting. You know, like, oh, I mean, just got all my essence. I'm probably going to be talking to you guys every week. I'm putting on my essence lotion, y'all. Got that essence cologne. Got that essence soap. I'm like, yes, I'm not playing. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm so um, it, this is beautiful. And, you know, nobody really knows how, you know, our skin feels, what the type of treatment we need, how to, you know what I'm saying, really, like, what we need, how the treatments work, except another black person, you know, they have experience because they, we are one, you know, overall, so it's really good to have somebody who can feedback and ideas that, you know what I'm saying, that they possibly even hear from their family members. Like, damn, my elbow's been cracking like a motherfucker lately. I need some, uh, you know, if y'all can put some chill butter and this and that, that, and that, woo, 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 you know, we can make a good product, you know, just take that advice and not just have to hear from some, you know, some Lucy lady. Oh, just put a little bit of water and, and cocoa beans in that motherfucker and they'll be fine, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm being dramatic, but still, probably not that dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome, excellent, amazing, powerful, like you said, just black, black girl magic, <laughs> blackness. Um, and it's important, you know, to think that, you know, we are powerful enough to even buy back something from time, you know, because time did own the magazine and to be able to buy back the position. And I think now Essence may give real, you know, now that they're 100% black owned, you know, they know their demographic and I think they should be mm-hmm. unapologet- unapologetically black. Um, exactly. But right. I, I would definitely, you know, write. huh? 
said, write whatever the fuck y'all want to write. Right, exactly. Write how you feel, write what to say, and don't apologize for it, shit. Fuck it. Um, but I am going to support, too. I'm definitely going to yeah. buy an album. Honey, I've been trying to, you know, buy black whenever I can, honey. Shea Moore should have been fucking up, honey. But, you know, I, I saw I was in the Targets, you know, Target, and um, I saw that they have, you know, their body washes and everything in there. Now I went mm-hmm. and bought a few body washes, honey, because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to give these niggas another chance. I'm not giving them no more chances after that, though. You know, if they do any more <laughs> ignorant shit, I can't fuck with them. But, yeah, um, it, I mean, you guys, we just have to stand up. 2018, in 2018, we have to just love on who we are and just continue to grow and empower each other. And it's it's just right. beautiful. And it's a great year. Or I don't know what I'm saying. A, a great, <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's, it's a great, great start. Year. It's a great start. Yeah, and it's going to be a great year. Yeah. You darn tootin', gentle fellow. You are darn tootin'. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. Absolutely. <sighs> According to VLADTV.com, NYC officials announced Tuesday that the first jail on Rikers Island will be closing next summer in the first step of a decade-long process to shut down the entire prison. The George Mokan or Mochan Decision Center, which currently houses around 600 inmates, will be the first of nine jails on the island to close. New York City Mayor de Blasio announced in March that Rikers would be closed with after years of the pressure concerning dismal conditions at the facility. The GMDC is currently about half full with its 580 inmates representing 8.5 of the total Rikers population. Elizabeth Glazer, director of the Mayor's Office of Criminal Justice, spoke Tuesday while standing in front of the jail. There's a seismic change underway in New York City, she said. It's not just crime is going down. We have the lowest incarceration rate of any big city. Glayer said the GMDC was chosen to be the first jail closed due to structural issues like broken cell doors and sewage problems. One group not on board with the closing is the officers' union, which ripped the plan. With vicious assaults on correction officers occurring nearly every week, uh, every week Along with a near 30% increase in inmate-on-inmate slashing and stabbings department-wide, we are hope Mayor de Blasio will have announced a plan today to make the jail safer, said Corrections Officer Benevolent Association President Elias Hazemuddin. Instead, the mayor shamelessly shared um, his plan to close one of the largest jail facilities on Rikers Island. Mm. Well, you guys know, we, we've discussed Rikers Island several times before, um, and it should be closed. You know, it should be closed, and just because it, it, it is, you know, it's poor conditions, and it's because they're so enclosed in this little area that it, these type of things are being allowed. Besides, this is just a big, you know, scheme to get money, you know, at the end of the day, you know, putting all these people in jail we don't even, from a lot of things that we've heard, you know, we don't, some of these people have been up in there and for little things, they've been in there for years, you know, and I think me and Jim, we talked about a story about that um, earlier last year, so it's a dangerous place, and, 
you know, don't try and rebuild. It shouldn't be something that they're trying to rebuild or, you know, uh, make safer. They need to move inmates elsewhere. And that's my personal opinion on it. How did you feel about uh, this show? I completely agree. I, obviously, the officer was saying that because he's looking for his his big interest. He's not trying to lose his motherfucking job. Exactly, um, but he needs to. And they want to continue to do more of the same, continue to abuse abuse these inmates and, you know, and treat this like it's a jungle. It's like you said, it's not a safe space. We have talked about this on the show before. Like, it, it's damaging. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the worst prison in the country, probably in the world. You know how they yeah. treat these inmates. We talked about... Um, the young man, I, I can't think of his name right now, Khalif Browder, who went to Rikers and eventually ended up committing suicide behind getting beat up by other inmates and getting beat up by the corrections officers and, you know, going un, you know, like no one paying attention to him. Yeah. So it's just like, it, it's not, it, we, we can't continue to excuse this shit. We can't just yeah. lock away, you know, these people. Like something has to be done. Like I feel like prisons should be a rehabilitation, you know, for these people to when they do get back into society, they can be productive citizens. It shouldn't be just a place to throw someone and, and forget about them and you know just write them off. And if they are able to get out, however, you know they always have the scarlet letter where they can't do anything, you know. And um, yeah. I, I think it's a big deal. I'm I'm hoping that you know, this starts a process to where we are paying attention, more attention to the justice system. We're paying more attention to our, our jails and, you know, the staffing and everyone, you know, everybody needs to be held accountable. Nobody should, even prisoners shouldn't be abused and, you know, treated any kind of way, you know, they're here for a reason. Exactly. You are absolutely a hundred percent right. And yeah, we're, it definitely needs to be closed down. And so obviously we're going to go ahead and keep you all informed as to what's going on with this as we get updates on it. But yeah, close it down. Close it down. Next topic, guys. <sighs> so according to Grio, this is just so upsetting. Uh, I'm so sick of y'all. I'm sick of all y'all men. No, but uh, Michael Vick <laughs> is the subject of new cheating rumors. It's not a rumor. I saw the video, but um, <laughs> a video surfaced online, and the Shade Room published a video allegedly showing Michael Vick with a woman who isn't his wife, um, along with him in a hotel room. TSR also apparently received a letter from a friend who wanted the cheating to stop. The friend wrote. Um, I know it's a new year and all, but I've had enough of Michael Vick out here playing my homegirl. He's been hooking up with her on the side for a couple months now when he flies to L.A. to film his uh, sports show with Fox on the weekends. He told her he wasn't married at first. Bitch, but you knew better. And I'm just over here seeing her take this L. Hopefully this married man who just welcomed a baby boy back in November to get together for his Wife in all capital letters. Michael Vick's wife, what is it, is Kiafa? I believe that's her name. Yeah, Kiafa. Um, yeah, hasn't um, said anything. She has yet to respond since the video had been released. Um, this was just so upsetting to me. I had seen Baller Wives, 
Um, and they looked happy, and he looked like a good dude. But in a video that I saw, um, it was some bitch with some white nails, and she picked. She was sneak recording. She picked up an apple, and she was like, "Ugh!" and put the apple back down. And um, then she's recording Michael Vick, and she was like, "You got my lobsters and stuff with her ghetto ass." And um, he was like, and he just she could say yes, and he looked like he was bringing her lobsters. So, I mean, you clearly see it's him in the video. You just don't know who the girl is. And I don't know if it's her friend who wrote the letter or if it's actually her who wrote the letter. But it's like, bitch, come on. You you know, he, he said when they first met, he ain't got a wife. Well, look it up. It's Michael Vick. You know he has a fucking wife. You know, and you know his wife was pregnant. Bitch, you watch Baller Wives, I'm sure. So what are you talking about? You know, and so, um, but also... I feel that for his wife after welcoming a new baby home, and now he's playing his bullshit. And not only that, but, um, like, he, he needs to get his shit together. And I feel real bad for her. I do. I really do. Like, I, what is going on with all the dudes? Like, you guys are not seeing the consistent trend with all these bitches recording y'all? Like, what is going on? Jun, what is going on? They don't care. And, I mean, from what I heard, through um what is my girl name (laughs) no not the grapevine but um she was on baller wives as well but she's super super duper hilarious and uh really smart i can't think of her name but she has a podcast which is uh really good i i subscribe to her podcast and um she talks about kiafa not often but she she has mentioned her on the show and she did say that um Kiafa and Michael Big, like their relationship is not all as cracked up to be that she doesn't really love him. Um, oh, and wow. then also he has herpes or they have herpes <gasps> together. So, you know, he out here cheating and he's out here infecting other bitches. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you should see my face right now. It's just, sorry, too stuck on stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Damn, I if I was a uh, old girl on the from the show of uh, Kiafa, I would be girl old girl ass afraid of my business though. Like, so what? I don't love him, bitch. You know what I mean, you trying to tell the world I don't love him. Bah, 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 bah. Oh All no, right, they y'all. they're not they're not friends. They're not friends. Exactly, I would beat her ass. Fuck, she thought. But I, I don't think I don't think it runs like that. I think the girl would be her. I cannot think of her name. Oh my gosh, I'm always fucking up on people's names. But um, yeah, I think she would give her the hands. I think she would give her the paws. And she's hilarious too, um, the oh, chick. Lord. But yeah, she had. It was her. It was um, Stacy Chambers, who's another uh, baller wife, um, who was accused of like stalking her husband. Like they were doing a podcast, and they was just. Reading Kiafa for filth, like they said that none of the girls on the show was her friend. Like she's super fake. Um, you know, she everything was play. Like everything she did was like smoke and mirrors. That's not really how she is. She's not no real. She don't really ball out like that. And, Damn. Um, and that her and Michael Vick has herpes together. So. Yeah. Yikes! That really, really sucks. Well, guys, we're gonna go ahead and. Move on to another topic. So, according to Hollywood Unlocked, there has been rumors going around, guys, that young Nicki Minaj 
is pregnant by young Nas. So Nicki Minaj and Nas been dating for a few months. Uh, been dating a few, began dating a few months ago. Rumors begin um, to get some type of, you know, acknowledgement after Nicki Minaj posted uh, a pic at one of Nas' restaurants. And she went on the Ellen DeGeneres show. She talked about their romance. She said that she'd been living um, that celibate life, having sworn off men after her break over meat meals. But she said Nas was so cute. She made an exception, and she confirmed the two had been dating. Sources close to the situation state that the rappers broke up a few weeks ago after the relationship ran out of steam, and they've been dating since June of 2017. <clears throat> but they're told that they were living in different cities and that was just too much. So there were recent reports that Nicki Minaj was pregnant, but it was it's been confirmed that that was just a rumor. Both stars um, will be focusing on their careers and Nas is going to be focusing on his record label and his chicken and waffles joint Sweet Chick. Nicki Minaj is also juggling multiple business ventures outside of music. The split is reported to be friendly um, and they still respect one another, and there won't be any trash talking, but there are no signs of, you know, a friendship either. And, um, yeah, it was reported that, you know, she had a bun in the oven around Thanksgiving, but uh, allegedly that's not true. Jen, have you heard anything else in that regard? Because this is all I've heard about it. No. Um, yeah, I mean, that sucks that they broke up. I mean, she just needs to go ahead and get back with Safari. She can make better music. He gonna I love know, on her. They can have kids together. I just part of me just feels like it's too far gone, you know. Like, but I really do feel like they miss each other, and they just need to just try again, honey. Like that was supposed to be your husband, you know. So, and it's not working out. These men that you're dating is just. I mean, Nas is a good look, but obviously, you know. He wasn't meant for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, just go ahead and go for it, honey. Go ahead and go for it and get, get that uh, Jamaican uh Jamaican man back. <laughs> yeah, well, I doubt that she's going to do that. I think that she kind of thought that she was, like, above Safari. Like, you know, they had been together for so long. She felt like he was kind of like a peasant or beneath her. And so she was just like, yeah, I'm, you know, the way she would talk to him all that stuff, and, and she like, I'm making all the money, not you, you know what I'm saying, and she probably like, shit, I want a nigga that got a whole lot of money, even though they both was broke as fuck at the same time, and they should have been building together, but she, he probably was like, you know, she probably be buying him, cashing out on him, and all of that shit, and she probably was sick of that shit, and so, which is out of order and bogus, and she, you know, they came up together, but, you know, overall, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that working out again, but, that's just my opinion. I'm sure Safari will like it. And you see Safari trying to push up on Juju? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I have not, but I heard about it. But, yeah, no, you don't want them. You don't want them hands from Dipset. They will beat your ass. What you mean, though? You know her and Cameron broke up. I know, but you, Cameron looked like he ain't letting his, his woman go just to anybody, honey. She's going to have to marry, like, a doctor, <laughs> somebody that's not in the entertainment industry. Just, like, low-key as fuck. Because if she get with another rapper, like he gonna be at their fucking head. Like he just gives me that. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, you guys. We're gonna go ahead and move on to our last topic of the evening. Last topic. 
So I don't know if you all were able to see Love and Hip Hop Miami, the premiere on Sunday, but it was super dope. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it fresh was not stage. dope. It was not dope, especially for I Ricky. thought so. They like pretty you know, fat, um, huh? a new city, beautiful people. You know, uh, beautiful music, they so much it. culture. You know, and it was just a good change to see people that are actually like established and you know just. Fake. No, to me that's Fat. Hollywood, honey. No. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that is everything you describe it as Hollywood. Fake facts <laughs> on the way, and don't believe it. Fake um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got to see Trina, and I have like a whole new respect for Trina. Like I love, of course, I love Trina just in general. Like her music is is cool. Like um, I. She seems like a bossed up kind of woman, but just to see her on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood and just see how she moves and she's just so uh, calm and collected and how she's cussing out her cousin and she was telling him like, like her cousin do be doing too much, but I didn't like that because that's still family. But I feel like he's like a moacher in a sense, like yeah. he wants to, like you know. So I, I just felt real bad, but he also needs to like not come places when he's not invited, you know, and right. not you my cousin. So what, what, what we gonna do with like no bitch. But the thing is, with with family, and I, I, you know, I feel you, I'm the same way, you know, family first, but it's just like, you know, your family. And at the end of the day, if somebody's had your back, and clearly she's been around, she's been with her assistant for years, if this motherfucker, you don't got to be related to somebody to know who has, who's there for you more. Like, of course, you know, we're not blood related, but I will put you over my cousins, some of my cousins, I'll put you over, you know. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people that I'm blood related to because I know at the end of the day you have my back more than they would. So, um, nigga, yes, I've proven it before. So, <laughs> yes, you have, nigga. <laughs> Angelina got shot. Uh, and I'm Adorable. so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. so sorry. But, uh, <laughs> nigga, I never have to question y'all loyalty. I never. No, okay? never. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I I just love like just seeing her move and just seeing her like just be like this grown woman and everything. But the standout, the star of the show was the beautiful Amara La Negra, who's a Dominican reggaeton and also pop singer. Um, and she's just super dope, super beautiful, just gorgeous. Like I've just been so obsessed with her, you know, since I found out about her through this show. Um, I've only listened to like one of her songs. She has a song called A, but then I I found out she was on Salvador Gigante, which is like this um this show that used to come on Univision. Um and it it's been on for years, but it's basically like Apollo. It's like this variety show that comes on Saturday nights. Um and she's just been around and I guess just never really got like discovered. She has like a following overseas, but um this is like her first big splash. But um the reason um, that she stood out was not only her beauty because she she literally is like the most beautiful woman I, I feel like I've ever seen in my life. I've I've never seen someone so gorgeous and just a bronze trophy. But also the racism and the backlash. She's admitted that that has been something that's happened throughout her, her career. She is Dominican, and we all know Dominicans, Cubans, Puerto Ricans, we're black. Um, but I feel like a lot of times, yes. Um, people look at Afro-Latinos as either like they're faking, that's not really them, or they're mixed, or, you know, it's just a a lot of bullshit. And for her to be proudly, you know, this black woman and also this Afro-Latino woman, 
is um, it's hard for a lot of people to swallow, including um, a producer, Young Hollywood, who I've never fucking heard of, and is a fucking lame. But let's get into it. I'm going to play a couple clips for you guys, and I want to get your opinion, Miss Ancient Madrina. Mm-hmm. All right. We were actually just take off some and do a record, right? And I'm like, yo, I need you to look a certain way. What would a certain way look like? Like, what What do you have in mind? What would you a little mean? bit more Beyonce, a little less make you great. You know, you gotta be a little bit more sensual. You know, the Afro is cool. You know, you know what I'm like a video here and there, certain look, but you know, maybe try something different, different looks. But wait, I don't get it. What does that mean? Elaborate. 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 No, 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 no. See, I like this. Go ahead. What does that mean? <laughs> You can see Beyonce just like this, soul sister, the same way you can see her come in a beautiful gown, elegant, breathtaking. So I can't be elegant if I have a fro? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess so. Who the f- says that you can't be elegant with the fro? What does that mean? You're not a stylist? A lot of people like to box me in all because of my look or because I'm dark-skinned, but that doesn't make me less Latina. So what did you think about that? Well, I actually saw the episode and it pissed me off because he's ignorant. He's a, a he's a and he called her ignorant because she got upset by his racism. Um, don't ever tell me I need to be a little bit more Beyonce, a little bit less Macy Gray. I'm going to flourish and I'm going to represent who the fuck I am with this big ass all natural fro. So if you got a problem, and, and my talent doesn't come from what I look like, you know, and that's a lot. That's a lot of a lot of things you have to tell people. Like even with my job now, I've talked to you all about how I'm the only African American. I have been the only minority at my job for a long time. Well, since I've been there, you know, up until like two months ago. But even him, the, the Chinese guy who's there, he's rarely there. Is Motherfuckers, they just thought, they, they just look at you and they just be like, oh, you know, this black person, oh, oh, do you know how to do this? Like, don't question what I'm doing because obviously I know how to do it. I've been doing it for a very long time and, you know, what I look like shouldn't be determined, you know, that doesn't determine how smart I am or what type of, um, you know, energy I can bring to the company. And same with her, what she looked like. I think she, I thought she was beautiful, her stomach, her body, she was laid, you know what I'm saying? Her hair was gorgeous. She don't have to flat on her damn hair. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe she don't want that bullshit that heat in her damn head. You know, she got a nice <laughs> you know, nice big ass fro and he tripping a little less Macy Gray. She don't look like Macy Gray. Like, right, not at all. Macy Gray looked like foolish. wish she can look like that. Like, <laughs> all. Okay, listen, like, let's not shit on Macy Gray because she ain't do nothing. Okay. Uh, we not go. We not go shit on Macy Gray either. But it's just like, come on, Beyonce to Macy Gray, like right. that shit is just. It's just so ignorant, and I feel like this, like, a surgeon's of she like. She definitely shouldn't work um, with him though, like at all. Uh, she and she's not, but um, I, I think this resurgence of Afro Latinos is so important in media because, like I said, I feel like a lot of times people assume, even Hispanic people, which is crazy to me, um, they feel like that, you know, Hispanic people look a certain way. They're light skinned you know. That you know, they'll sit here. They would claim so. If if a person with blonde hair, and blue eyes came in the room and was like, I'm Colombian. A Hispanic person would believe them over a black person saying that. 
you know what I'm saying, even though the black person mm-hmm. more than likely <laughs> would be the one that would be Colombian. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just it's a, it's the same thing. Colorism is something that people battle all over, not just in the States, you know, not just in Africa. Like that that shit happens in Latin America, that shit happens in Asia, you know, and, and I think for her to be so proud of who she is and represent both so well and, and soundly, I think it's just incredible. You know, and, and to me, him like he wasn't half stepping. You making it seem like you just passing acid. Like nigga, you look like you got some black in you. Like what? Like what are yeah, you exactly, saying? Like clearly, exactly. you have plenty fucking gel in your hair. Like all you gotta do, wash your damn hair. And let's see what what texture comes in. Like let's let's be all the way for real. Like to me, I, I, and it's so disappointing because that's that's it's not shocking. Like people say that shit all the time. Hispanics people, uh, Hispanics can be very racist and I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like you should mm-hmm. want not saying you should be one against anyone, but I would have more of an issue with my oppressor than my people. You know, you should embrace that you can be of the same cultural background as someone that looks totally different from you. You know? Right, and someone right. who's so happy to embrace her culture, you know. But um, yeah, Amada, she's winning. Like they said, she just signed a multi-million-dollar deal um, with Capitol Records. Um, she's just—I mean, like the song that I've heard was was super dope. Like she's been around, um, and I think she's going to be a force to reckon with. You know, I you know I do listen to some Spanish music and some like you know just Caribbean music and Niger music in general. But um, you know, I would like to hear some songs in English so I can actually understand what's going on and. You know, hopefully we get more, you know, her, her music background. I don't want to see her on here fighting with these bitches that's beneath her, honey, because mm-hmm. she's clearly the winner, like, clearly, you know. Yep. You damn right, Jenna Fellow. You damn right. So that's, that's pretty much the end of our, you know, topics and all, guys. So we're going to go ahead and go into that confession question of the day. Jen, would you like to hit them with that confession question? Absolutely. Confession <laughs> question. Um, what are some acceptable reasons things are deleted? And also, uh, does that mean you're being sneaky? Again, what are some acceptable reasons things like on your phone, on your laptop, in your life, um, what are some acceptable reasons that those things are being deleted? And does that mean you're being sneaky? If it's Angel Rodriguez, you can go ahead and answer that question, honey. So, <clears throat> acceptable reasons to delete things out of your phone or out of your email or out of your Facebook or wherever the fuck you're deleting shit from um, will be, you know, like, say you're trying to plan a, I'm going to be extremely general, you're trying to plan a surprise birthday party or a, um, you know, uh, something that's a surprise that you don't want, you know, your your partner, your spouse, or, you know, whoever is looking at your phone to see, um, those are acceptable reasons. Other than that, no, there's nothing else that's acceptable. If you do deleting it, you're being sneaky. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, I'm trying to think of acceptable reasons and just surprise parties and uh, surprising events. Those are really the only things I can think about. Um, yeah, because if, if you think about it, you know, I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Can you can you go ahead and elaborate? Can you can you tell me 
like how you feel about this because I think that it's just being sneaky. Maybe that's just the woman who's crazy at <laughs> me. But no, I mean it definitely is being sneaky. But I think if you, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I definitely do believe that it is being sneaky. But I think if you are just trying to avoid conflict, and ultimately if you know that you're not doing anything, that you know, okay, so what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, okay, so like with me, I'm it. I'm be totally honest. (laughs) God bless you. And you know, recently because and I've stopped recently, but Matt, when it comes to masturbating, my boyfriend really does not like for me to masturbate for whatever. I don't really know why, you know, but he just really gets uncomfortable with the fact of knowing that I masturbate and stuff like that, or <laughs> he watching porn. Like, I've, I've talked to you about this before, yeah. but um, but yeah, I, I'm going to keep it real. And he doesn't like it, and I remember the last time you know, I did it, you know, and he found out, like, he was just distraught, like, so sad about it. And I was just like, you know, what? I'm not going to do it no more. And before, I knew it bothered him, so I would, like, delete the porn, you know, because oh, okay. I didn't want him, like, to look at the porn and compare. Because, like, one time he seen, like, some, because um, obviously I watched gay porn, and uh, mm-hmm. he seen, like, the white guys, and he was like, oh, so do you like white men? Like, I mean, what, I mean, what I'm, what, what I'm going to do for you, you know, if you like white men? And I'm like, Aww, that, that's how me. does that, that is equate? so me. That is so me. But it's like, how, how can you equate me watching two niggas on a camera, you know what I'm saying, to me want to leave you for these people, you know what I'm saying? But it bothers him, and I love him, you know, and I don't want no issues, you know. And like I said, if, if something bothers me, I want to be respected about it, so I can't do nothing but, you know, acknowledge it. Just make sure, you know, when I'm ready, you're ready. You got everything. You got the thickness ready for me. When I want it, and we good, you know. I don't ask for it every day, all day, but, you know, I do ask for it often, and as long as you, you know, there's no issues. But, you know, he, I mean, that, that to me, that's what I can see. If you if you just don't want no problems, you know, and you're just trying to be a responsible person, but at the same time, so you don't, don't want to argue. Though? Like, I'm confused. I don't really think that's responsible. I think the fact that, you know, because it, be, it can be recovered if it's been deleted. You know, and it's like, okay, so you deleted this from one device, but on the other device, because even though you got one device unlinked, motherfuckers, I can still be linked. I can still link the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So, because, you know, it can still be uncovered. Like, yes, motherfuckers are going to go look for shit, you know, going to phone, going whatever, looking for shit. So, why delete it if you know it's going to be found out? Mm, like, that don't make any sense. I, I mean, I didn't, know, I didn't know you can like recover shit, but I mean, even if, oh. even if you did, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know, you know, you have to give us a class on that, but I just feel I like, if, <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like I don't really have anything that's besides watching porn. I ain't got shit that like that's literally the only thing I delete. So I mean, if you want to recover me, what I watched on Pornhub, you know, a year ago, then you are more than welcome, <laughs> you know, because I ain't doing shit else. But let me know how can you how can you just in case I want to be sneaky how can you, you know, recover? Like, well, we 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 can have we can have a conversation about that. Um, you know that can be like a, a a side conversation. How to uncover you know bullshit from your punk ass man or woman? We just call it that. But in the interim, I'm going to tell oh Jeanette offline. I'm going to tell Jeanette offline. Okay. 
You guys don't need to know all the secrets yet, okay? <laughs> well, we will have an episode, so you guys want to know how to. And I have iPhones, okay? iPhones, MacBook, iPads, uh, Apple Watch. I mean, I'm trying to let you know. The Uncover be real, all right? The Uncover be real. No. <laughs> it's like you uncovering some cover. But, um. Yeah, guys. Uh, I don't know. So I guess that that was good. Personally, with me, I'm not really a deleter. So I guess it, it, it's always been offensive if I felt like somebody was, you know, they'd do something and then delete it. Because I'm just, I, I, I tell people if I'm doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like even with my husband, like, you know, I remember one time I was like, oh, well, you know, you've been an ass, so I'm going to talk to this dude and shit. I talked to him and I let him know it. You know, he was right there, you know, so it was just like, what? What the fuck is she doing? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I don't know. I just don't know how to be sneaky. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I just, I'm so honest. Is that the problem? Am I too honest, Chuck? I mean, you just have to, you know, embrace it. I feel like I'm too honest sometimes, too, so. Uh, how do you not be honest, though? How can you just, like, kind of, you know, like, do little white lies and like not tell the exact truth, but you know, like keep like I'm just not good at that. I don't. I, honestly, you asking the wrong damn person, like because I don't know. <laughs> but like I was listening to, um, I was listening to Lip Service. I'll talk about like service all the time. Angela Yee, like her podcast, and um, she was saying how no, it wasn't her, but it was like her her co-host, um, Gigi McGuire and Stephanie Santiago, like they were saying that um they could notice shit and then just, like, record it, like, you know what I'm saying, and wait for it's, like, a really big issue before they say something. And me, it's just, yeah, like... Yeah, that's what and, I do, too. And, yeah, but it's just, like, me, I have such... I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can pick my battles, but I will let that shit go in the past. If I'm mad about something, I'm mad about something that happened right now. I can't, you know, I'm not going to be, like, okay, well, two years ago, I noticed that you got received a text from this person and that number was not yeah. saved. Who the fuck is this person? Because now it's a like, I, uh-uh. No. What's no, I, 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 I address those situations right away. Like, okay, why are you, you know, naming somebody else's name or woo-woo-woo, you know, what are you guys talking about? Why are you guys sending this and that? You know, but I address that shit right away because that's unacceptable. But, um, but any other thing, like, you know, this is so stupid, guys. This is the last thing I'm going to say because I know we're just chitter-chattering, but... I used to keep a book of all the things that, you know, my boyfriend at the time did wrong. Like, literally, a book. Like, I had a little white book, and I would write, like, took so-and-so out to eat. And so every time I would get mad, I would open up the book, and I would write, but I would also be like, oh, remember when, on this day, you did, like, so dramatic, so fucking dramatic. Like, why would you want to keep those memories? So eventually, I obviously threw the book away because I was just like, "Fuck this nigga and fuck this book." Like, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. God damn it! No. All right, guys, we're gonna go ahead and talk about what we're gonna confess our love for this evening. Jeanne, what are you confessing your love for this evening? Obviously, it would be no other. Then Miss Amara, like she's just greatness, Amara. just beautifulness, just chocolate. Okay, so is that somebody you had sex with? Then that's what I want to know. 
No, because I'm in I'm in oh. a whole relationship. But I definitely well, I mean, you know obviously if not I, a relationship. Though. If I had the coin, if I had the coin, I don't know. Like, cause she like. Like people that I find that are like super beautiful and, and super attractive, like even men, it's like I don't necessarily want to have sex with them. I just feel like they're just really like just nice looking people. Like I feel like I would just be like staring at her all day. Like I would oh just be God. like, why creepy. are you so fucking pretty? Like that is <laughs> creepy. No, that is really weird. But it's just like she's just really fucking gorgeous, you know. And I just, you know, when I, when I, hopefully I pray to Jesus. You know that I would be worthy <laughs> enough to have a surrogate, but um, when it's time, honey, I'm gonna be taking the doctor. Uh, can you find someone that looks most like this woman? Because that's who I want to procreate with, <laughs> and have some bronze babies, have some curly headed bronze babies with. Like Aww. that's that's who I would I would want. But yeah, I mean, I'm just so excited for to see her career, and I hope everything works out for her. And right. yeah. You confess your love for this week, Miss Angel Vandrina. What I'm confessing my love for this week are camera phones, cording, and anything else that catch these sneaky bastards in the act. It's just been so disappointing that for the last few weeks in a row, me and Jen have only been talking about women who are, you know, consistently in love with these dudes who have been doing everything, who have just these babies, and they're getting cheated on. And that shit is so correct. And they and I feel like in certain situations like that, you know, they decide to stay with the men because, you know, they're they're the providers. They're taking care. They're holding down the fort, and it really sucks because you know they're they just got on maternity leave. You know what I'm saying? They I'm sure they want to have sex. You know, the period be on between two and six weeks. So, you know, they just really sucks that a lot of these dudes are out here messing around. So, good job for camera phones to catch you. Sneaky bastards in an act, and um, these women can sue. So if they finna get a divorce, I hope they get their money up. You know what I'm saying? And find somebody else. Except you know, Kiafa, if she has herpes. Like, don't be just over there spreading the herpes. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But other than that, I'm glad, and I'm gonna have to let y'all know in another episode how to uncover the truth. All right. <laughs> I have to say this evening, guys. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Now, this is your host, Angel Von Dream. And this is your host, John Othello. I hope you all had a great evening. It'll be same time next week, 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. Sunday. <laughs> I love you guys, and you are listening to the one and the only Confession Session. Good night, man. I thought we would reverse the roles. No, good night. <laughs> I was like, oh, are we okay? <laughs> oh, look. The weather forecast calls for f***ing frightful, and there's no food. Why not just order Eat Street in? After all, you're not rain in the eyes, wind in the face, ice in the teeth, or snow down the pants proof. But Eat Street's got your back, and your spaghetti, spring rolls, and sausage pizza. So you can skip the climate crud and focus on something important, like butt-cheek couch cushion relations. Hungry? Happy. 
Eat Street.